Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Rewired Podcast. My name's Kelly. I joined you this evening in the wake of tragic news, and that was about the passing of Michael K. Williams at the age of 54 in his home in New York City. For fans of The Wire, for fans of Michael K. Williams' work in other television and movies, this is such sad news, and it's a loss to the acting community, the entertainment world, and especially to his friends, family, loved ones, his colleagues, and we're thinking of all of them and and sending a lot of care and strength and wishing that this wasn't so. It's, it's horribly sad and hard to understand. But we wanted to take the time to remember Michael K. Williams' work on The Wire. He portrayed Omar Little. And it was a brilliant portrayal of a very complex, fascinating character that defied stereotypes that challenged viewer expectations, and that really stole every scene that he was in. I think Omar, with thanks to Michael K. Williams' talent, uh, was really a favorite among many fans. And uh, it was sad to lose Omar in The Wire. And it's even more sad today to lose Michael K. Williams' And we would just like to honor his work. And so this evening, we'll just be sharing some of our favorite clips, some of the favorite scenes that our followers shared on Twitter and on Facebook, and no commentary uh, this evening. We just want to look at some of this brilliant work that, that he shared with the world. So one of... My co-host, Bailey Reed's favorite scenes is the testimony against Bird. And this came up again and again and again on, on Twitter today. And it's really one of the best scenes in the whole series um, when when Omar testifies against Bird. So let's take a moment and let's watch that scene. Just a little. Can I ask why you came forward in this case? I told the police what I know. Were you offered anything in exchange? Like what? Were you arrested? Were you going to be charged with a crime? And by testifying, did the police agree to drop those charges? Nah, man, ain't even about that. How many times have you been arrested as an adult, Mr. Little? Sure, I done lost count. Not doing that to take it personal. Possession of a handgun? Possessing a concealed weapon, assault by pointing, robbery, deadly weapon, possession of a handgun again, followed by violation of parole on weapon charges, followed by one count of attempted murder and use of a handgun in commission of a felony. That wasn't no attempt murder. What was it, Mr. Little? I shot the boy Mike Mike in his hind parts, that all. <laughs> Fixed it so he couldn't sit right. <laughs> Why'd you shoot Mike Mike in his, um, his hind parts, Mr. Little? Let's say we had a disagreement. A disagreement over? Well, you see, Mike Mike thought he should keep that cocaine he was slinging and the money he was making from slinging it. I thought otherwise. 
So you rob drug dealers. This is what you do. Yes, sir. You walk the streets of Baltimore with a gun, taking what you want, when you want it, willing to use violence when your demands aren't met. This is who you are. Why should we believe your testimony, then? Why believe anything you say? That's up to y'all, really. You say you aren't here testifying against the defendant because of any deal you made with police. True that. That you're here because you, you, you want to tell the truth about what happened to Mr. Gant in that housing project parking lot. Yep. When, in fact, you are exactly the kind of person who would, if you felt you needed to, shoot a man down on a housing project parking lot and then lie to the police about it, would you not? And look, I ain't never put my gun on no citizen. You are a moral, are you not? You are feeding off the violence and the despair of the drug trade. You're stealing from those who themselves are stealing the lifeblood from our city. You are a parasite who leeches off Just like you, the culture man. of drugs. Excuse me? What? I got the shotgun. You got the briefcase. It's on the game, though, right? And with the What's so great about that is just a little bit of comic relief and showcases the defiance of Omar, which is, is what we love about that character so much, and Michael K. Williams portrays it so perfectly. The next scene that we'll watch, and probably my personal favorite, is the confrontation in the alley with Brother Muzone. And let's watch that scene. That's far enough. Drop your laundry and turn slowly. So you gonna rob me now? I need to remind you who I am. Omar, isn't it? Pull it slowly, then toss it. Oh, I will move slow. I ain't tossing nothing. Bow tie. So whatever you're going to do, you might as well go ahead and make it quick. I knew you'd come back. I trust you didn't lose sleep over it. Worrying about you be like wondering if the sun going to come up. Ain't about to wild out over it. What I want to know is how you find me. Your boy. He didn't give you up easy. Ain't no sugar water run through them veins. You kill him. He's resting. I see you favor a 45. Tonight I do. I keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder it. Nice showpiece you got there. Walther, PPK, 380, double action. Hit them Walters like to jump some. As will you, with one in your elbow. That gun ain't got enough firepower to make my joint useless. It definitely won't stop me from emptying out half my mag. You might not hit me. This range? And this caliber? Even if I miss, I can't miss. I admire a man with confidence. 
I don't see no sweat in your brow neither, bro. I suppose we could stand here all night. Suppose we could. Or settle this once and forever. I want to ask you something, brother. One more listening. Now let's watch a scene where we really are cheering for Omar as he robs Marlo at the poker game. Here's that scene. Flush to the queen. Full house. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, let me see them hands, yo. Hands! Hey, yo, big man, back up. I don't know about cars, but uh, I think these four fives be the full house. Hey, yo, banker, cash me out, yo. Boy, you want to hit on that body, you best hop too. That's my money. Man, money ain't got no owners. Only spenders. I tell you something else. I like that ring, too. Boy, you got me confused when a man repeats himself. Ain't over. Well, that's how you carrying the shorty. Huh? Because, uh, I can find your peoples a whole lot easier than they can find me. Where would it help? No doubt. All right. Another scene here that came up again and again from fans of the show was Bunk's conversation with Omar and one of those great lines not said by Omar but by Bunk and very quotable makes me sick motherfucker how far are we done fell and here's that scene Messi said you'd be here. Still, kind of thought it'd be one of your minions showed up in the flesh. You called him some of my papers, paper. I was just working. Doing what a man is supposed to do. Uh, I know you've been busy. Caught some talk from them young men you rousted over there on the west side. That was about a gun, belonged to a police. Yeah, caught some talk about that, too. This here? It's about something else. A girl by the name of Tasha got her head blown off in a firefight. If you're not here to cooperate, then why are you here? Okay, I could just pull up that other girl from your squad. 
She ain't gonna talk to you. Mm. Ain't nobody gonna talk to you. I just came in to make that clear, man. Ain't no thing. Because I already got me an eyeball with. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Old Bruiser, he be blind behind that fortified half the time. Shit, you got to dry him out just to get him on the stand. Besides, he done had a change of heart to that story. That's what I heard anyway. Shoot past that. Y'all gonna have to call this one of them, um, cost of doing business things y'all police be talking about all the time. You feel me? No taxpayers. Shoot, the way y'all looking on things, ain't no victim to even speak on. Bullshit, boy. No victim? I just came from Tasha's people, remember? All this death, you don't think that ripples out? You don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I was a few years ahead of you at Edmondson, but I know you remember the neighborhood, how it was. We had some bad boys for real. It wasn't about guns so much as knowing what to do with your hands. Those boys could really rack. My father had me on the straight. But like any young man, I wanted to be hard too. So I would turn up at all the house parties where the tough boys hung. <laughs> Shit, they knew I wasn't one of them. Them hard cases would come up to me and say, go home, schoolboy, you don't belong here. Didn't realize at the time what they were doing for me. As rough as that neighborhood could be, we had us a community. Nobody, no victim who didn't matter. And now all we got is bodies and predatory motherfuckers like you. And out where that girl fell, I saw kids acting like Omar, calling you by name, glorifying your ass. Makes me sick, motherfucker, how far we done fell. And we see the effect of, of Bunk's words on Omar. We see how it moves him. And, and Omar is the moral compass of the street in some ways because of his code. And a man must have a code, and, and Omar certainly does. Here's that scene. Remember this, yo? Not in my case. Them boys working the case ain't really in the mood to listen. As you can see, I still got the lady lawyer marker. And if I recall, police gun got found a while back. The only reason I'm even here is because of that gun. As far as Eileen Nathan goes, she promised get out of jail free on a small felony or two. This here is a taxpayer murder with an eyeball witness. The eyeball witness is lying, yo. Come on, now, when you ever know me to put my gun on anybody that wasn't in the gang? Oh, oh, my. Old-faced Andre lying on me here. <laughs> With the store owner. Now, why would he lie? Andre working a package out the store. Ah. Folk like that, they 
tend to bear a certain resentment toward folk like me. If you didn't do this when you did others. Shit, I got files on two open doubles last year. Shotgun shells at both scenes. <laughs> what about that stash house gunfight? Hmm? What about Stringer Bell and his muscle dead in the warehouse? If this one ain't on you, another dozen probably are. And if this one goes to court, you can tell that jury how wrong it is. I'll be seeing God long before I swear to him on the stand. You leave me at court side and I'm done. You know that. Yeah? So you ain't making friends? I got a bounty on my head, man. Five figures. I'd have known I was gonna be sharing quarters with all these boys. I probably wouldn't have robbed so many of them. Oh, yeah. That golden rule. Since you feeling all biblical and righteous and all, you think on this. Now, if Omar ain't killed that delivery lady, somebody else did. But you giving him a free walk right now, though, ain't you? A man got to have a code. And Bunk and Omar's relationship, it's great to see them interacting with one another. And and one of the great moments is when we see how deeply rooted Omar is in Baltimore and that his life is going to stay where he knows. And even though Bunk offers... Uh, to put him on a greyhound, uh, Omar Omar stays. Omar doesn't scare. Omara, I'm your motherfucking savior. Is what I am. I told y'all, Andre was lying on me, yo. I didn't do it for you. Fact is, if I could work back on whatever cases I already caught, you might be going right back inside. I know. So who did kill that delivery girl? Oh, no. no, it wasn't Andre. His blood don't run that kind of cold. Where you getting this package from? Saying I could go back to the crib and bear up, find some things I for if you want me to. You want me, motherfucker. I'm saying I know I do, man. And if you want to pay down any part of this day, you know what you got to do for me? No more bodies. No more fucking bodies from you. No more comebacks or get evens on this. No more killing. You owe me your word. Hi, right, man. Nobody's on me. really want to ease my mind, you let me drive you down to Aberdeen Rail Station, put you on a northbound train. Nah, man. Baltimore's all I know. You know what it is, right, homie? Man gotta live what he know, right? And now, one more scene, classic, and the 
opening of our show today was an allusion to this scene and possibly one of the most famous lines in the series. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. And we couldn't have said it any better than that. You come at the king, you best not miss. And we'll just end today by saying that we're grateful for Michael K. Williams, what he did for The Wire, what he has done in all of his work, the dedication he's shown to his communities and and the commitment he has to ending violence. Um, we would like to ask everyone if you are interested in donating to the nonprofit organization that Michael K. Williams started to combat gun violence among kids, you can do that at makingkidswin.com. Thank you to the God's Will Not Save You podcast for bringing that nonprofit organization to our attention. Again, that was makingkidswin.com, and you can donate there on behalf of Michael K. Williams' legacy and what he started. And we will end this episode with one more scene Omar coming. Omar. Open this door, man, for a huff and puff. Come on now, by the hands of your chinny chin chin. Omar, you best scroll out. We up in here with the Mac tank. Oh, I think it's not, Terrell. I think it's not. Y'all might need to think this through and stop wasting my time. Because Omar will come back tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. And I will put a bullet in all y'all behind what happened right now. You heard? We'll see everyone next time, way down in the hole.